So when I hear these testimonies, I thank God that no man can do it. Not even your pastor. But Jesus does it. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. I want to take the next few minutes to speak to you this very evening about the message we will possess. Say we will possess. Are you interested? All right. I want us to take our scriptures to Judges chapter 11. And I would kindly like to read everything, but for the sake of time, that is not possible. But I want us to read verses 1 to verses 3. And then after that, we are going to jump straight to verses 12. But you are going to make the commitment that you go home and you read it. Say, I'm going to go home. And I'm going to read it. Hallelujah. And if you can read Justice, Justice chapter, I mean, Judges chapter 1, I mean 11, verses 1 to 4 for me, please. Actually, 1 to 3. Before we go to verses 12, I say we will possess. Tell your neighbor we will possess. Jephthah here was described as a man that was mighty man. And as a mighty man, everybody may want to have a mighty man in their corner. But some way, somehow, because of the mother who be, 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 begotten him, the Bible says that she was a harlot, a prostitute. And because she was a prostitute, uh, the Bible says that the people, his own people, kicked him out of the tribe. Mm. I don't know what condition that you may find yourself in. That has caused you to be eliminated from all things. That has caused you to be pushed out of everything. That you feel like you are lonely by yourself. Nobody understands you. Nobody cares about you. Jephthah was a mighty man. But yet his people kicked him out. Maybe you have not been kicked out before. But I came to announce to you, I know how it feels to be kicked out. Because once I understand how ministry can kick you out. When you don't fit the quota. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I understand what this man was going through. I understand what it means to be kicked out. Because when you are kicked out, uh, you look around and nobody else, no one else is around. Uh, you find yourself alone by yourself. But I came to announce to somebody here that the God of the living who handles and orchestrates every divine plan. In the name of Jesus, may God cause you to be located in a new dispensation whereby wherever thing that has dropped you out, God will cause you to become a solution to your environment. 
God will cause you to become a solution to your people. God will cause you to become a solution to every situation that is lacking in the name of Jesus. Man may have kicked you out, but God's plan is the perfect plan. So then verses 12 shows up. And now I'll go to verses 12. Verses 12. Now Jephthah sent messengers to the king of the people of Amen, saying, What do you have against me that you have come to fight against me in my land? Before the... verses 12 came, the Bible says that the, the, land, the, the, the tribe of Amor has come to fight the people of Israel, saying that we have come to claim our land. And the people of Gilead realized that they did not have the ability to fight the enemy. So then they had to go and search for the man that they had kicked out. Because now he's a solution maker. I wish somebody understand this here. That whatever that has caused you to be kicked out in your academic, in your marriage, in every situation, may God locate you. May God locate you. Maybe the husband left, maybe the wife left, but whatever have left you, may God bring you to a place. May God bring you to a place. My sister said that she left here single, but now she is double, double. She comes complete. May that grace of completion be your portion. In the name of Jesus. That we will possess. Keep going, please. Verse 13. And the king of the people of Ammon answered the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when mm -hmm. they came up out of Egypt, mm -hmm. from the Arnon as far as the Jabbok and to the Jordan, now therefore restore those lands peaceably. Because your people, when they came out of Egypt, took our land. First of all, if you go back and search a lot in the historical data, this man was actually falsely, you know, describing things that does not belong to them. Mm -hmm. yeah. Claiming lands that was not even theirs. Mm -hmm. In the days when the people of Israel left Egypt, their enemy is a liar. Whatever joy the enemy, that's why we sang that song, I got joy. Whatever joy the enemy has stolen, in your life in 2021, as you move forward in 2022, the joy of the Lord will be your strength. In the name of Jesus. Keep going, please. 14. And Jephthah again sent messengers to the king of the people of Ammon and said to him, Thus says Jephthah, Israel did not take away the land of Moab. That's right. Nor the land of the people of Ammon. For when Israel came up from Egypt, they walked through the wilderness as far as the Red Sea and came to Kadesh. Then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Please let me pass through your land. But the king of Edom would not heed. And in like, in like manner, they sent to the king of Moab, but he would not consent. So Israel remained in Kadesh. And they went along through the wilderness and bypassed the land of Edom. And the land of Moab came to the east side of the land of Moab and encamped on the other side of the Anon. But they did not enter the border of Moab, mm. for the Anon was the border of Moab. That's right. Then Israel sent messengers to Sihon, 
king of the Amorites, king of Heshbon. And Israel said to him, Please let us pass through your land into, your, into our place. But Sion did not trust Israel to pass through his territory. So Sion gathered all his people together and camped in Jahaz and fought, Israel, fought against Israel. And the Lord God of Israel delivered Sihon and all his people into the land of Israel, and they defeated them. Thus Israel gained possession of all the land of the Amorites right. who inhabited that country. Hallelujah. They took possession of all the territory of the Amorites from the Anon to the Jabbok and from the wilderness to the Jordan. And now the Lord God of Israel has dispossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel. Should you then possess it? Will you not possess whatever Chemosh, your God, gives you to possess? So whatever the Lord our God takes possession of before us, we will possess. Whatever your Lord your God, whatever your Lord your God has taken possession of, you will also possess it in the name of Jesus. Now, thank you, sir. I want you to understand verses 23 and verses 24. And I want you to read your version because I like what your version said. Yeah. Verses 23. And now the Lord God of Israel has dispossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel. Should you, not, should you then possess it? Will you not possess whatever Chemosh your God? Will you not possess? It was a question mm -hmm. that he threw back to the enemy. Will you not possess whatever your God has taken possession of? Means that this servant of God is actually giving them a little bit of credit. But he's bringing the attention that if you think your God is powerful and he's able to possess something, that thing is now, isn't it your portion? That is a question to them. But then he said, but our Lord, Verse, 24, verse 23, he said, the Lord God of Israel has, verse 24, sorry, isn't it true that you may possess whatever your God, Shemosh, drives out of you? And we may possess everything. We may possess everything that the Lord our God drives out for us. Say we will possess everything that our Lord our Lord drives out for us. Meaning that whatever is at your disposal is dependent on the God that you serve. Whatever is at your disposal is dependent on the God that you serve. Oh, my daddy, Messiah. Whatever is at your disposal is dependent on the God that you serve. So if you serve a God that can only provide water for you, that is all you have at your disposal. If you serve a God that can provide whatever substance it is that you receive, that is all you get. But if you know that your God is the Alpha and the Omega. Then you don't just possess what he has disposed. You didn't get me here. It is not tell somebody, go further, go further. 
Say, go further. You see, it is something to say that whatever my God has disposed of is now what I have. But the God that you serve, he is the creator of heaven and earth. Tell somebody, go further. So to him, it is not only centered on what he can dispose, but it is also including you yourself. He takes possession of who you are. Your dependence is on what God can give you. But we who have received our God, it is more than what he gives us. It is who he is to me. He is my life. He is my nature. He has not just disposed of things on my behalf, but I am his possession. I am his possession. So the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 9 says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. Say, I am a people for God's own possession. So that you may proclaim the excellence of him who has called you out of darkness. Meaning, he has disposed darkness. Oh my God. He did not just take you out of darkness. But when he brought you out of darkness... He rests his presence over you. So now you are his possession. So now you are covered. So Apostle Paul could say, if I live, I live for Jesus. Why? Because now his life is not of his own. So then when the Bible says, do not worry about what you eat tomorrow. It is because you are not of your own. Because now you belong to the creator. He is now your workman. He is now your Lord. He is the worker of your life. He is the provider of your life. He is the sustainer of your life. He is the reason of your living. If the Lord be for me, what can be against me? Jesus now is your life. The life you live is not of your own, but it belongs to Jesus. I say I will possess Not just what he has disposed, but you possess me. And when you understand that, that simply means everything about you, he cares about. For his mercies endure it forever. Everything about you, he cares about it. So how you handle your life, he cares about it. So he can say, do not grieve the Holy Spirit because he cares about you. He said, cast your burdens upon me. Why? <laughs> he doesn't want you to worry about the burdens. Cast your, when you have been, you know, possessed by him. He cares to the extent of what you are even thinking. 
say we will possess. We are not dealing with a subject matter here of light weight. Tell somebody of light weight. No, 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 no. When we are speaking about we will possess, we need to understand the rank unto grace which God is asking us to enter into. We are not here to just possess things that today, tomorrow it will expire. But we want to possess the things that never last, that never fail, sorry. And a lot of times, the problem with the body of Christ and the believers is that we have neglected the knowledge of this possession. Because we have failed the knowledge of we being able to possess and we being possessed by our creator. We handle our life anyway, anyhow. But if you know that you are possessed by him, he says you shall walk through the fire. Why does the fire not consume you? Because he is already fire. Oh my God. Daniel was put in the lion den. But what the king failed to realize, that Daniel has been possessed by God. So no matter what lion that he has to face, no matter what lion you put him around Daniel, that lion has to submit to the lion of Daniel. And the lion of Daniel is the lion of the tribe of Judah. I, I wish I had a church here. So no matter what situation that somebody may think that they can put you in to cause you to be in need, little did they know that they were helping you because when they put you in that situation, if it was a situation of need or position, whatever it may be, little did they know that in that position, God was there with you. And the Lord has said in his word that he will lift up the humble and he will bring down the pride. As long as you remain humble before the Lord, the Lord will lift you up. Let them pass you by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let them pass you by. I said, let them pass you by. Recently, I had to tell a senior member of my work. I said, boss, me, I don't beg for positions. If you don't know what I carry, then it's your problem. I will not beg for positions. Why? Because I know greater is he who is in me. And the thing that I do is not my own ability. Because it, is, it has to take God. Sometimes I even have a conversation with him. I say, God, when will you sort of like slow down a little bit with me? Huh? And like, you know, take your time a little bit. He said, I'm not done with you yet. And consistently he keep pouring and downloading. And so sometimes people are not, don't understand how I do the things that I do. But if you know that the one that dwells in you, he is the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. There is none compared unto him. Then it does not matter as long as you are possessed by him. Every good thing that is of the Lord belongs to you. The Bible says the secret things belong to the Lord. 
So if you are not possessed by God, how do you gain access to the things of God? Have you ever seen, imagine, huh? imagine me coming to play this organ. Imagine, may mercy have his way. I have no clue. First of all, when I'm singing, I don't even sing by keys. And imagine me trying to play an organ. That itself will tell you how this court, the whole sound will be. Are you getting me here? Why? Because this is not one that which I have possession of. Oh, Jesus. So I want to highlight some few things here so I can go a little bit in depth. Why this is such an essential thing for us to discuss today as we go forth in the year 2022. Amen. 1 John chapter 3, verses 8. The Bible says, He who sinned is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. Ah, the devil has sinned from the beginning. All the devil knows is sin. That is why it is part of his nature. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose, so what we have at our disposal is the Son of God. As long as you have believed in him, if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord, then his ability, his ways that is made excellent in all things, he has destroyed the power of sin. You are no longer under the bondage of sin. You didn't get me here. You are no longer under the rulership of sin. He said that for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of what? The devil. What are the works of the devil? It's the same problem. Tell somebody the same problem. The same problem came to kill, steal, and to destroy. That's the same problem. It came to steal from you what God has already given to you. So we are living in times where many believers, we are in the house of God, but our knowledge of who God is, is limited. Yeah. So when it comes to prayer, we can't even pray. Huh? Am I teaching you something here? There got to be some change in your life as we go forth in 2022. When it comes to waiting upon God in prayer and fasting, you can't even do it. You are dependent on food. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. Let's look at the time you come to church. I want to destroy the work of the enemy today before we enter into 2022. Look at the time we come to church as if he's not holy. Mercy. Yeah. Mercy. Everything about our Christianity is dependent on what somebody will encourage you to do. 
If they worship, the songs is not right, the instrument is not working, then you're upset. You can't, you can't worship. Do you think the angels need to wait to hear the sound of the instrument? Do you think the 24 elders need to wait to hear the sound of the music? The Bible says that they get up and kneel back and forth and say, you are holy, holy, holy. Am I speaking to a church here? You got to take possession for he has possessed you. The devil comes to steal your ability to gain knowledge of who you truly are. Because if you know who you are, when it comes to sickness, you declare, ah, sick, hey, by your stripes I have been healed. Let your flesh experience whatever they want to experience. But let the spirit man in you rejoice always. Rejoice always. Rejoice always. There were times that my sister was standing here to lead worship. And I could see how tired the body felt. And I said, sis... You know, I don't have the voice, but I can still lead. Vo- I can still lead a little bit, huh? Let me lead worship small. Just like, nah, I still got it. I said, oh, at least I can add my little A shaft and the B shaft, and we'll get along. By the mercy of God, you see, when you're a pastor, oh, there's no B shaft. There's not. Pastor, help me next time, huh? I will get you guys to B shaft. You see, you have to get this by revelation. Because <laughs> because, because you are now walking under the revelation, you are asking yourself, is there a B-shaft? You are worrying yourself. But you see, those who, 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 who has access to the kingdom of God, huh? you know I'm the choir director in heaven. In heaven, we have A, we have B, we have C, and it goes on and on. There is no end. Hallelujah. Don't worry. One day, invite me to praise and worship meetings, and I will teach you the B-shaft. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will teach you the B-shaft. But you see, John chapter 10, verses 10 says that the devil, again, the devil comes, steal, and destroy. But I love this very portion of it. It says, but I have come to, I have come that they may have life and have it in fullness. I have come that they may have what? Life. Are you hearing me? So he did not just dispose the work of the enemy. But he came to possess us. And gave unto us what? Life. That life in the Greek says that it is what? Zoe. Right? And what it simply means that it's a life that always and only comes from and is sustained by God, self-existence, life. Only God can provide this life. This life that Jesus speaks of is only by what? God. Now, he says, I have come to give you what? Zoe. Right? 
and half. The half is in, in, the, in its original context is to possess. My God. I have come to give you life and to possess. What are you possessing? The unlimited, the unlimited, unceasing life that is through me. And that unceasing life can only be attested by the presence and the life of the Holy Spirit. So he said that do not leave Jerusalem until the Spirit, the promise comes. Because when that promise comes, you don't just have life. You operate in different dimension. You operate in different ways. You operate in unlimited capacity. When you receive life, when you receive Jesus, you receive the life of his spirit. But there is something to go further. Where you receive the Holy Ghost. And when you receive the Holy Ghost, it is not just a life for the sake of saying, I have the Holy Ghost within me. But God is saying, I want you to enter into my unlimited place. And that unlimited place is when you are being filled. You are walking the, in the infilling of the Holy Spirit. When you are walking in the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you are not worried about what your environment looks like. I want to go further so we can pray. You see, let's, let's go to the book of Acts. The Bible says, before we go to Acts, we realize that in the book of Luke, in the gospel of Luke, the Bible says that uh, the time came when Jesus Christ uh, has, been, has, been, has been arrested. Uh, and then Peter was going about. He was what? Part of the disciples. He was going about. And then a young woman saw Peter and said, are you not part of the disciples? And Peter said, I don't know him. He had life of the spirit, but that infilling life he did not have. What God wants you to possess today is the infilling of the Holy Ghost. When you possess the infilling of the Holy Ghost, every day your cup will never run dry. When you carry and desire and you experience the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Peter denied his own master three times. And I don't want to blame Peter. Because in the time that we live in, many believers we do the same. How many people know that you are a Christian? Unless you advertise it. Oh my God. How many can see you and know that you are a believer unless you advertise it? But you see, when you have the infilling of the Holy Ghost, you don't need to advertise it. When they see you, they can address you and say, this person is not the same person I knew. This person carries something else. Because the Bible makes us understand in Acts chapter 2, verses 4, when the Holy Ghost came upon them. When the Holy Ghost came upon them, Peter received the infilling of the Holy Ghost. 
Spirit gave them ability. For what? Speech. The Spirit gave them what? Ability. So what Peter could not say before, now the Spirit has given him what? Ability. So now, his, his, his ways of not being able to acknowledge his master. See what verses 14 did. Go to verse 14. But Peter stood up with the eleven, <laughs> raised his voice and proclaimed to them, Jews, men, and all you residents of, the, of, the, of Jerusalem, let this be known. The Bible says what? He raised his voice. Why? Because now he has the infilling ability. Go to chapter 4, verses 8. And I'll read there quickly. Luke chapter 4, verses 8. Oh, say amen unto Jesus. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, this is when they had healed the leper. And the, 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 the Sahidri was telling them, who gave you the power? And according to which power you used to do this miracle? And the Bible says, Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we were being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus the name that he could not say before. The name that he refused to say before. When the Spirit of God came upon him, he said, let me tell you something. It is by this name. Tell somebody, it is by this name. He was healed. And verse 10 says, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you reject, the builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Here, verses 12, my favorite place. Salvation is found in no one else. Salvation is found in no one else. But there is no other name under the heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. There is no other name given to mankind that which we must be saved. And that is the name of Jesus. If you are here today and you have not received this name, I came to announce to you it is not about moving from 21st to the 22nd of the year. It is by knowing this name. Maybe to you, the mercy of God has been getting you through. But every year, all you can do is 31st night you go to church. 
But what God is saying to you today, I want to possess you. Because when I possess you, everything that is of me is yours. So Peter, who was afraid, now could speak. But this is more than a transition of just Christianity. It is about the infilling of the Holy Ghost. When the child of God possesses the infilling of the Holy Ghost, your behavior changes. Your attitude changes. Your thinking changes. The way you do things changes. When you are failed by the Holy Ghost, you may be knocked down today, but you rise back up. When you are failed by the Holy Ghost, you are not worried about what people are saying. You are not worried about what others are discouraging you about. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you do not look at somebody else to determine how you can praise God. Your behavior becomes centered because it becomes now controlled by the Holy Ghost. When you are filled and you receive the infilling, what the infilling does is that the Spirit of the Lord Every day you rise up, he gives you grace. He gives you grace. He gives you grace. He gives you grace. So every day you realize that, I don't know, but I'm changing. You go before God in prayer and you are able to pray more than you used to pray before. Why? Because you have the infilling. Church. The reason why this infilling is critical for 2022 is because we are living in times. The Bible says the love of many are growing cold and it is evident even in the body of the church. Including the shepherd's house. Some preachers like to say that it doesn't happen here. It happens here. And all I am is a messenger of the Lord. You need to walk in the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Look at how you walk with God. Have you been possessed by God? Because the scary thing is for you to come to church Sunday upon Sunday. But your love is growing cold. When the scripture says it is growing cold, it means that it started from a different level. And with time, it's reducing. Oh, somebody's saying, Pastor, I wish you were going to give me a, a word to get me excited today. But the power of this possession... This is what he does. And I want to just take five minutes to elaborate a few things here. When he possesses you, he gives you the thing that nobody else has. When the infilling of the Holy Ghost comes into your life, you come to obtain what nobody else has. Hey, can I preach to the married people here? 
You want your husband to love you. You want your love to love your wife to love you. If she ain't got it, she ain't got it. If he ain't got it, he ain't got it. Stop getting yourself all worried about it. Because there is only one way. I said there is only one way. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There is only one way. And that Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verses 5. Go there really quickly for me. If you are there, say amen to Jesus. For this hope does not disappoint. Because God's love has been poured out in our what? Heart. Through the what? Through the what? So when the infilling of the Holy Ghost is poured in you, every day, what you receive is called love. Not, not the love that it comes and goes, but the agape love that John 3 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. I'm speaking about the love. If you want your wife to love you according to the structure that you want, pray to God, the Father, give my wife the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Give my husband the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Pastor, there is no other prayer you can pray for your church members. Except that prayer. Because when they capture the love, the agape love, I'm about to show you something. Go to Romans chapter 8. I should go to verses 8, 28 really quickly. I want to read something verse 28. And it says, now, we know that in all things, not some things, God works for the good of those who what? Who what? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the love that you found in the streets. It's the agape love. Who has been called according to this purpose? For those God foreknew, he also predestined. To whom conform to the image of what? You see what the love does. When the love is working in you, you become conformed. And when you change, you don't change to be the same Kwame Boateng. Huh. But you become like the sun. I was telling my brother here. He said, Pastor, you know, you, you have a style. Huh? Where, the way you connect with people. I said, me, I am so antisocial. Oh, there are evidence here. Ask my father, ask my mother, ask my wife. I would prefer to stay in my corner, huh? I will, stay, I will stay in the house with you. I can stay in the house with you for 30 days. And you'll never see me. Because all I do is waiting upon. I, I, I don't want to talk to any antisocial person. But when the Spirit of God starts to work in you, 
the love starts to make you present the image of Jesus. So you are sitting there and you really realize that because you carry Jesus, because you carry Jesus, your life is no longer the life that you were used to. It has to be different because now you are the image. So you find yourself among sinners. You find yourself among those who are weak because you are carrying the image of the Lord Jesus. The image. Let me take you further. Verse 32, he says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, also along with him, graciously give us all things? Here, verse 33. Who will bring a charge against us? Let's go to verse 32 for the, 37 for the sake of time. Now, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who what loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any power, neither height, nor death, nor anything else will all creation will be, a, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now let me tell you this love, the essence of this love. When you yield to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit now starts to pour love in you. And when the, the love is being poured in you, the love then conform you to the destination where God wants you to. And that is the destination of sonship. Oh, your amen is quite for Jesus. Where God is trying to get us to at the end of this message is sonship. The first letter that represents this church of the shepherds. Sonship. You know, there are times that God speaks to you about things. And I remember when God was telling me the breakdown of, of the shepherds, the sonship, hope, exhaltation, prayer, harvest. When we, we, he, he was speaking to me about all these things, I was just writing them down. But then I realized that, and I, sometimes I was saying, God, don't we need faith somewhere here? And he said, if you are my son, you carry my faith. Romans 8 verses 15. Hear what the scripture says. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves. So that you live in fear again. You live in what? Fear again. You, the spirit that you have received causes you not to live in fear. Whatever fear you may be dealing with. Concerning your destiny. Concerning your life. The spirit of the Holy Ghost. When it is filled up in you. There is no fear. Why? Rather the spirit you receive. Brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry Abba Father. 
You see, the son is the only one. You can read Galatians to the 4, 1 all the way to verse 7. The son has the ability to gain possession of his father's inheritance. Your amen is quiet for Jesus. God wants sons. And it doesn't matter the, the gender here. God is calling out for sons. Galatians with the four verses one going makes you understand that if you are still a child, you cannot master what your father has given to you as an inheritance. It's only when you are up to a certain age what God is building in his church for 2022 is sonship. Because if you will walk as a son, then you desire after the father's will. If you walk as a son, then your aim is to please the father. You don't need somebody to tell you what to do in the house of God. You see, it is only sons that knows how to serve. Because he was a son, he says, I came to do my father's will. If you want to be the highest, the top, he says, you first must what? Serve. The son serves. We have believers that they don't know how to serve the Lord. We have believers that it, they are too good to serve the Lord. I'm speaking to the body of the church of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are believers that they see themselves that they are, that they are too busy to serve God. One time I told somebody, if you venture tell me that you are busy, you see what I'll do to you. Oh, I'm a busy man. But I refuse to receive a title called busy. Because I will always make myself available for his use. It is only the son that has the ability to know the mind of the father. So the son does not act anywhere anyhow. The son determines what the father is determined. There's a lot to be covered. But one day the Lord will give me mercy and grace. I want to read a scripture. And one of my favorite that you've heard me read it before. Rise on your feet, please. First John chapter 4, verses 17. Ah, that's that scripture. I'm taking to heaven with me. He says that in this, love is perfected with us. Not just anybody, but with us. So that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. For we are as he is in this world. I am not just anybody, 
as the son of God is, I am. As the son of God is, so I am. So when I go through situations and challenges and suffering and pain, ah, the son went through it, so I am. I will not blame God because I am part of the son. But I know my redeemer lives. Because I know God will deliver his righteous in all their ways. So as the son is, so I am. As the son is a healer, so I am. As the son is a healer, so I am. So everywhere I go, there has to be healing. My God. Because the son is here, healing has to be a fountain. Healing has to be a fountain. Because the son is here, signs and wonders has to be a fountain. The Bible says that everywhere he went, he did good. Everywhere he went, signs and wonders followed him. Because the son is, so I am on this earth. Lift up the voice of prayer. In the name of Jesus, the Father, position me in your sonship. In the name of Jesus, position me in your sonship. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God. Position me in your sonship. Position me in your sonship. We have 14 more minutes. We are going to engage in serious prayers. Get yourself ready. Position me in your sonship. I receive your sonship. I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. I heal myself. I heal myself. I heal myself. I heal myself. Fill me up. 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 Holy Spirit, fill me up. Let me get some things out of the way. Let me get some things out of the way. Colossians chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. He says, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us. He canceled it. I say he canceled it. He has taken it away. Nailed it on the cross. We are praying this very night that in the name of Jesus any condemnation against my life against my family against my destiny in the name of Jesus any condemnation because of Jesus it is cancelled 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 every condemnation against my ministry against my community against churches against churches in the name of Jesus Oh, Malabosia, le macadere de mochia, in Malabosia, kerererea. Come on, lift up your voice. Every contamination, every contamination. Anything that tells you that you can't do it, 
anything that tells you that it is impossible that condemnation we rebuke it in the name of Jesus Holy Spirit have your way Holy Spirit have your way move now in your mix of your people Makader and Moshiach Now, he says, having disarmed the powers and authority, having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross, having disarmed. I want you to lift up your voice again, that in the name of Jesus, because of Jesus, everything, every ruler, every authority against my church against my life against my destiny against my future it is disarm it is disarm in the name of jesus it is disarm madema lebosekara daboshia lemakadere daboshia yemalabesekerereya with this arm, with this arm, with this arm. Anything against your children, against their destiny, against their destiny, against their destiny. With this arm, it, with this arm, it, with this arm, it, in the name of Jesus. With this arm, it, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of the Living God. With this arm, it, Yahweh, with this arm, it. In the name of Jesus. Ten more minutes to go. We are going to keep praying through. Obediah chapter 1. Verses 17. He said, but, but on Mount Zion will be deliverance. I said will be deliverance. I don't know what deliverance you need. It could be deliverance from marriage. It could be deliverance from children. It could be deliverance for your marriage. It could be deliverance for your health. But the Bible says, on Mount Zion will be deliverance. On the shepherd's house shall be deliverance. And Jacob, Jacob, when I say Jacob, I want you to put yourself down. And Jacob. Eric. I say put yourself down. And Jacob. And Eric. And Jacob. Eric. Put your name there. And Jacob. And will possess. Will possess. Will possess. This inheritance. Lift up your voice. Lord, the Father in the name of Jesus. Lord, I will possess. I will possess my inheritance. In the name of Jesus. We will possess our inheritance in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O oh God, by the power of the Holy Ghost on Mount Zion. Our inheritance in the name of Jesus, O God. In this church, O God. Jesus, we will possess our inheritance in the name of Jesus. The infilling of the Holy Spirit, 
the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, oh God, revive our prayer, revive our prayer, revive our worship, revive our worship, revive our work of obedience, revive righteousness in us. I'm trying to get us to pray most of the things that the Lord led me to write down. The Gospel of Matthew chapter 12 verse 29. We will make these scriptures available for you. We will make it available. Yeah, so we can post it on the WhatsApp page. You can have it. You can pray yourself through it. The Bible says, or again, let me start from verse 28. But if it is by the Spirit of God, then I will drive out demons. Then the kingdom of God will have, has come upon you. Oh, again, you can, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possession? Unless he is first tied down by a strong man. How can anyone go to a strong man's house and take his possession? Enough is enough. You will walk in the spirit of the Lord. You walk in the power of the Lord. You walk in the image of Jesus. You walk in what God has called you to walk in. I want you to lift up your voice. That God, I pull down every strong man in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Every strong man against my community. Against churches in Charlottesville. Against churches in Lisbon. We pray in the name of Jesus. Every strong man over my children, over my children, over my womb, over my family. In the name of Jesus. We walk in the higher places, oh God. We walk in our calling and we walk in our purpose. Every strong man. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Against your children. Hold us down. Against your ministry. Against your education. Against your academics. Every strong man. We pull it. We pull it down. In the conscience of your Holy Ghost.